have now entered. You have now entered the Now Girl Podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Now Girl Podcast, your weekly dose of encouragement in all things girl boss talk. We are going to get right into it. First of all, I want to say that I am so overwhelmed with all the love and positivity that I've been getting on that first episode. You guys have done nothing but encourage me to keep it going, to keep it going. I have so much to share with you guys. I honestly had a different topic in mind um, for this week, but I did a poll on Instagram and my sister cousins told me to do something else. Side note, if you're not following the Now Girl podcast on Instagram, please go follow because I ask you guys a lot of questions. (laughs) I want to know what you're thinking about. So in honor of the girl's request, this week's topic is about the importance of building a supportive network of like-minded people while you're in this transitional period of life, whether you be transitioning in business ideas, a transitioning student, going for a different degree, or just transitioning period. And I'm not gonna lie, this topic can get a little sad. It gets me sad every time I think about it. Because when you put in perspective your life now, your network now, whether that be friends, colleagues, associates, just pretty much everybody that you interact with. And then you sit that side by side with the life that you envision for yourself. And then you have to ask yourself, does this match? If so, you are doing amazing. Please keep it up. And if not, don't cry. We're about to get into how to transition with grace. One of the biggest things I think that we've lost sight of as a society is that we were sent here by ourselves, but we were not sent here for ourselves. We are not here to to serve ourselves. Everything that we do is not supposed to be solely for us. And if we are going to be able to deliver at our optimum capacity, we have to take care of ourselves, but in more ways than material things. We have to be nourishing our minds, continuing to learn new things, new skills, nourishing our spirits, um, taking care of our physical well-being, learning how to have more meaningful conversations, learning how to listen better. Also putting ourselves in a position to foster more elevating relationships. And here's the sad part, because nine times out of 10, these things are probably not being developed with your current network, not with your current friend group childhood friends, family, even family sometimes. And honestly, that's perfectly fine. I seen a post the other day that said you have to place people in your life where they should be and not where you want them to be. And I think that's a that's a perfect way of putting it because we love our loved ones, but we can't be afraid to grow. And no, growing doesn't mean leaving people behind all the time. Growing means doing what's best for you and your assignment. So that's the first decision, committing to yourself and committing to the life that you want, committing to um, the assignment that you have on your life. And once you once you decide to commit to that, your routine will change. So what happens when your routine changes? 
You're not that available to go out anymore. You're not that available to spend four hours on the phone. You're not that available to see friends and family two and three times a week. You're not that available to take that extra time out your schedule because now it's dedicated to what you decided to commit to. Once this happens, I'm sure we've all been through it. Here comes the like nice, nasty comments. <laughs> and we love you if you give the nice, nasty comments. But, you know, we see it. So it's like, oh, you acting funny now. Oh, when you stop drinking, you never come out no more. And honestly, this is this is commonly where we buckle because we don't want our loved one to feel left behind. We don't want them to feel like we're changing. We don't want them to feel like we're doing something that's leaving them out. So now in turn, you most likely put yourself in a um, situation to be uncomfortable and non-productive because then you end up tagging along with whatever it is that they're suggesting to you. So under these type of circumstances, here's where you have to ask yourself, how serious are you taking yourself? Are you really, truly committed to the life that you want? Are you really, truly committed to change? Are you really choosing yourself? Are you putting people before you and before the assignment on your life? These are questions to always ask. No shade to the family and no shade to the friends, no shade to the spouses, because they're not to blame. We have to take responsibility for our own life and our own decisions that we make. They can only be who they are and they can only do what they know. And with that being said, it's a perfect opportunity to start to become the person that you know that you want to be. I honestly think that starting this journey of finding like-minded people to grow with, you have to learn how to become the person that you want to attract. Who are you really? When you're not subconsciously doing things for validation, and I know we hate that word, but during this transition, we have to be honest with ourselves and call things what they are. What are some of your quote unquote icks about yourself? Because I often find that these are the most unique things about people and that makes you you. If we keep dimming our lights, if we keep hiding the quirky things about ourselves, we continue to block the like-minded people. We continue to stay in a lane of comfortability and that does nothing but keep us the same. And if that's not authentically you, how could you ever be noticed by the people that are like you? So I invite you to step into that uniqueness boldly. Do it boldly. Do it confidently. Do it with everything in you. When you do that, you authentically create your own lane. And from that lane is where you can be recognized. From that lane, you create a space for people like you to find you. People like you can relate to you. In this process, prepare Please prepare yourself to lose people because what you will realize is that your true being may not may not sit well with others, may not sit well with the people that you've been around, may not sit well with some of your family members. And that's OK. Allow yourself to feel that. Feel that and get through that because once you get through it, nobody else can hold your progressions against you. That is 
is so important. And that is why I say this can be a little sad because now you've allowed yourself to enter into the unknown. You're entering into a new level of you. And this is unfamiliar. Of course, we want support from the familiar places and the familiar people, but we don't get it all the time. And that is not an invitation to backslide. That's not an invitation to give up. On this journey, you may experience some internal cons. And I I call them internal cons because they are, in fact, in our mind and they aren't real. Um, For example, imposter syndrome, which I've been hearing a lot of lately. Um, You may feel some guilt and you may feel some fear of the unknown, which is a totally normal thing to feel. I had to do a little research on imposter syndrome and the definition that I got was a behavioral health phenomenon described as a self-doubt of intellect, skills, or accomplishments among high-achieving individuals, which means that when you're around people that you think deserve something more than you do, you feel like you don't belong there. And that's a lie because like we know, What you know how to do is so important. Whatever it is that you're hiding and keeping a secret and the thing that you love in the dark is your thing. And it's so important for you to give it to the rest of the world, no matter who shares that skill with you. Now, guilt, guilt's definition is (laughs) the fact of having committed a breach of conduct. So like we mentioned before, where we may feel a little guilty for leaving people behind. But are you breaching conduct with these people? If they are not in the same pool of like-minded individuals that you would love to grow with, no. So that's an internal con because we made that up. We made that up. We made that up. And of course, the fear of unknown, which is inevitable because... We are so used to the familiar, but of course we have to talk about the pros of building a new network. Things like having genuine support and possible collaboration, access to more resources, growing your knowledge base and increasing confidence and visibility because now you'll be in the right rooms. Although I'm still in transition, here are some things that have helped me get this process started. So for number one, Leaning into my uniqueness. All the things that I was told I was weird for or things that for some reason subconsciously I didn't like about myself, quote unquote. um, I really started to take note of those things and realize these are the things that I need to actually amplify. I needed to take advantage of my differences because that is what makes me stand out. And I invite you to do the same. Number two, learning your real interests. And despite the fear that you may feel going into those environments and engaging in those interests, don't let fear hold you back from showing up. Don't let being alone hold you back from showing up because all you need is you to show up. 
Number three, accept all the good that is going to come along this journey and along this transition. There are moments where I find myself in disbelief that good things are happening to me. And then I have to think about it like, you deserve it. Why not? For example, even releasing this podcast, all the positive feedback that I got, I was really overwhelmed. I was like, wow, really? Like, (laughs) for some reason, I... It was a little disbelief. It was a little disbelief that people related, that people wanted to hear what was next. And it's like, girl, you're doing a good thing. You deserve that. You deserve goodness. So along this transition, when the good things pop up, accept them. Get in your receiving era. Get in your receiving era because it's coming. Everything that you ask for. Number four. Don't allow fear and anxiety to keep you at a complete stop. When you feel fearful or when you feel anxious, allow yourself to feel those feelings and feel them all the way to the end until you don't feel them anymore. Still do the thing that you're feeling anxious about or that you're feeling fearful about because on the other side is everything that you desire. And remember to be gentle with yourself during this transition because you're always becoming. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. Don't forget, if you aren't already, go ahead and follow the Now Girl podcast on Instagram because I would love to hear from you. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Now Girl podcast. Make sure you like and comment on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.